Thank you for listening to The Luminous Mind. Remember to subscribe to our free podcast so you won't miss any of our illuminating content. Here is episode 231. We need more people who are alive and full of that fire and that spark. And so when we really trust that, it changes how we show up in our business and in our brand. Benjamin Franklin once said, Do not curse the darkness, rather light a candle instead. If you are ready to set your mind on fire, then prepare yourself for the Luminous Mind with your host, Rebecca Bowman. Today's Firestarter is Quinn Curtis. Quinn is the mother of five children, ages 5 through 12. She has been an entrepreneur for almost a decade and has spent all but the past two years growing her business alongside having babies and homeschooling. She is a sole brand strategist, helping passionate, purpose-driven entrepreneurs to clarify and communicate the magic of who they are and what their souls came to share with the world. She loves using a delicious mix of visual design strategies and soulful energy work to create meaningful high vibe brand alchemy welcome Quinn oh thank you so much for having me on the show (laughs) I'm so excited to hear more about how you're doing all these amazing things with entrepreneurship and raising your family and all the service that you're doing for other people but before we get into any of that can you please tell our audience a little bit more about yourself sure I am a huge fan of world travel which has been a little tricky with a family of seven and but it's been such a fun thing to navigate so I frequently am visiting other places in the world and also very much a part of my home life and balancing both and helping my kids realize their dreams as well and my husband and just love entrepreneurship and the whole alchemy of taking our dreams and a vision of a brighter future and making the world a better place and bringing that into reality, making it really happen. Yeah. Well, I'd love to hear the inspiration behind your message. You know, why did you decide to create it? Oh, man. Um, Honestly, probably the way that most messages are born is through pain and struggle. (laughs) And so that's definitely how mine was born uh, in that I... Yeah, I just had felt, um, especially my message about just your joy matters and your dreams are sacred. Um, These were things I really wrestled with for a lot of my life and especially in a culture that had had really stressed that um, happiness looked like doing all these things the right way. And I was doing all those things the right way, wasn't happy, even to the point where I felt like there must be something wrong with me. And I went and got medicated for it because I was just in such disconnection. And so then um, my process of healing was really coming to terms with, oh, joy is actually very individual. Our joy does matter. And there's no one size fits all on joy or dreams as far as um, what's my dream and what's my joy. It doesn't have to be yours and it probably isn't yours. And so the less that we try to force everybody into one box of this is what happiness looks like. And the more that we can say, 
hey, I'm going to own my happiness and joy and I'm going to claim my dreams and create them. And I'm going to cheer you on to do that as well. I just think it creates a healthier, happier culture where there's less competition and more just camaraderie. Yeah. Oh, I love that because I feel like that's kind of where we're all at, you know, of of going through that own pursuit of our own happiness. You know, I think our founders had it right yeah. when they wanted us to pursue yes. that happiness. And sadly, our society has really moved into these are the right ways to do things. And we find a lot of people that are miserable doing that. What do you feel like maybe some challenges that you had along the way as you're trying to learn these things of where your joy really comes from? <laughs> I'd love to oh, hear what you learned good, from it. Good too. call. <laughs> One of the biggest ones that stands out is that my my husband and I, and trying to find the, the sweet spot with our roles, because um, we even just did a strengths test recently, and this just confirmed what we had bumped our heads up against for years, that he is, his personality is just, and his gifts even, um, I joke that he was probably a monk in a past life, because he was He's very peaceful about a super simple life with just the one or two belongings and the simple schedule. And it was very difficult for him to just go in and produce massive amounts of money for our family. And he tried so hard to do any soulless job that would cover our expenses. Meanwhile, I'm at home trying to make motherhood fit everything that I've aspired to be, even though I never wanted to be a mom when I was younger, ever. And we just wrestled with this for years. We were both unhappy, both struggling, and both just not in our sweet spots. And over the years, really, really leaning into trusting, okay, like, my dreams matter, and his dreams matter. So so there's got to be a way that there's a win-win in all this. There's got to be a way that we can find some harmony. And it's led us to where we are now, which is that my husband is primarily the, he, he takes care of our home and he's the stay at home dad, you could say. And it's a really beautiful, simple life to him. I mean, of course, parenting is no joke. We all know, <laughs> but, uh, but he navigates it really beautifully. And my kids have their dad fully in their lives. Like he knows everything that's going on. He's showing up to field trips. He's actively a part of their life. And he grew up without his dad being able to hold that role because his dad was always gone. And then I've been able to lean into my entrepreneurial genius and um, play in that zone, which has allowed me to, to really navigate creating really beautiful abundance for our family in a way that doesn't ask me to leave them all the time, right? So it's like we've both been able to kind of dial in on our sweet spots and it's not perfect, but man, is it so much more joy and harmony and our marriage is stronger than ever because we're both allowing each other to follow what brings us joy. And then we're trusting that at the end of the day, we never have that joy, you know, compromise our family or um, bring hardship upon our family. We believe that by pursuing our what brings us joy, it should make us better people in our marriages and better parents. And so um, it's, I don't know, like what we learned from that was just like, yeah, trust our bliss, trust um, that even if it doesn't fit the societal mold of what a man should be doing and what a wife should be doing, it's what works for us. 
and it, it works for our kids, you know? Wow, that is amazing. Sometimes I, I feel like even my husband and I are struggling with that because he wants to be super involved too. But like you said, I mean, we just kind of move forward with how society tells us kind of what to do and we don't really yeah. focus on those strengths. And that's just awesome. How do you feel like you can do all it? You know, we talked about businessing. You're still an involved mother. You're homeschooling, <laughs> which is interesting. I'd love to hear how you're able to manage all of that. Well, I should have probably updated that for you. I homeschooled for most of my entrepreneurial journey. I haven't homeschooled the past two years. Okay. So, um, yeah, but still very active and involved. So um, managing it all has just required really strong, healthy boundaries. That's the most essential piece of all of it. It would not be possible without either. But I did continually find myself sacrificing my boundaries when I didn't value the thing I was trying to um, work with. So for example, if I didn't value my ability to create in my business, then I would have a hard time holding that boundary because I would always be waffling and well, it probably won't work anyway. Well, probably no one will care. Well, I probably shouldn't be doing this anyways. I should probably go be um, baking cookies for my kids or something instead. Right. Um, same with when I was at home with my kids, it was like when I didn't really believe in it of, Oh, I'm a terrible mom. There's no way I can balance both. This is just, um, the way it is, right. Those kinds of beliefs really tripped me up so that I I couldn't hold that boundary. So the process that I'm, I've come through and I'm at now is just, I have such peace and clarity of, Oh my goodness, I know exactly where I rest now. Like I know, I know the value I bring in my business and I know the value I bring in my family and, and I am my own personal value is not dependent on either of those. Wow. Right. So I think, you know, that changed the game in a big way. But the second piece that changed the game in a big way is the power of presence. And just recognizing that the greatest gift that we can bring in any situation we're in, whether it's life, business, kids, parenting, who cares, is our presence. And so that's, you know, those clear boundaries really help us to turn off the phone and walk away from the TV and actually just be with the people that we're with, whether in our business or in our life. And that's where the miracles happen. Like that's where you know, things that you thought would take forever or misunderstandings that you didn't think could be resolved, they resolve easily and naturally because we're bringing presence to them. Wow, that is really powerful. And I feel like when we're truly present, it can give us like that burst, like in your business, you can do a lot more for less time. And in especially like in our mothering too, like you said, I mean, there's so many times I'm scrolling on my phone or I'm whatever when I'm with my kids and that's not really, that's not being present with them, you know, and it's not really the best use of my time either. So I love that to be able to really focus that and to understand those roles is so important. You know, in your bio, we talked about um, magnetizing our brand with more soul and joy. What did you mean by that? And and what does, you know, how can we do that? Mm, Such a yummy question. So a lot of people think that their brand is kind of a separate thing from them. So when branding in general can have a lot of different terms and meanings. So for, for this context, um, think well, of branding most as people might think of branding story. like in a business, you know what I mean? Like 
that only oh, people sure. who have a business are branded, right? I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I love how you're no, bringing you're it right, back though. to ourselves, you know. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, it's all just <laughs> it's all just storytelling, right? So so branding in a business is just telling the story of who we are, what we do, and why that matters, why you should care, right? And um, and so if you're an entrepreneur, there's two stories that are happening in your business. There's an internal story about who you are, what you're doing, and why it matters or doesn't matter if you're listening to a painful story. And then there's an external story which shows up in how you're um, talking about your business or what you're offering when you're on social media or when you're doing a Facebook Live or when you're trying to sell something. So um, like magnetizing your brand by bringing more soul into it is really about, you know, let's, let's just cut the crap and speak through our hearts mm-hmm. to each other and just show up to serve, right? It's, it's getting that um, fear and that self-consciousness out of the way. It's getting that salesy sliminess out of the way to just, um, you know, stand really authentically and mm-hmm. this is who I am. This is what I have to offer. I'm going to sing my song and this is why it matters. And I'm here to serve you with this. Yeah, I love that you you brought up authenticity because that was exactly the word as you're talking. That's what I was thinking about. It is, it's like mm. uh, we're no longer pretending to be someone or, you know, put on a facade that we are coming out in our business or whatever you're doing, you know, whatever way you're serving mm. people and being who we are with them, you know, with yeah. authenticity for sure. What do you feel like are common struggles with people who, you know, are trying to magnetize that brand with more soul and joy? Oh my goodness. There's definitely the Cinderella complex, I call it, <laughs> where they, <laughs> They're like in their current business, they're the Cinderella in rags and their heart and soul keeps showing them this bigger vision, which is Cinderella in the palace with the prince. And they're having such a hard time crossing that gap and really believing that they are worth more and that they, that the rags are not who they are. So there's, you know, I, I I think that branding work, at least the way that I do it with a soulful strategy with it is all about our identities and, um, you know, our identity crises and how we overcome this to really get back to what is actually true about ourselves, right? It's not true that any of us is worthless and we probably don't matter and nobody cares. That's just not true, right? What's mm-hmm. really true is you're here for a reason. There's something special inside of you. There's divine spark in you. And the world needs that. We need more people who are alive and full of that fire and that spark. And so when we really trust that, it changes how we show up in our business and in our brand. But when we don't trust that and we trust that voice of fear and doubt instead, it keeps us paralyzed and um, really makes us um, repelled or repellent. Mm-hmm. How would we say that? No, like that no. you're repelling the very people that you want to work with because instead of um, what happens when you shift into, I know who I am. I know why I'm here. I am here to serve with this gift and with this love, this light inside of me, with my genius, whatever it might be. When you're anchored into the truth of that, it allows you to just show up and serve and just love people. And be just joyfully doing your business, like having fun in it again. 
takes away all the pain and the struggle and the efforting and the fear. But when we don't trust that, all we're left with is fear and anxiety and stress. And those are the very components that are repellent. You know, like we've all been around that salesy guy that was clingy and manipulative and stressing us out. But, you know, in the background, maybe he really needed that sale because his family wasn't going to be able to buy groceries if they didn't have that happen. Right. So that struggle is real. I think everybody in business, especially, you know, the entrepreneur movement that we're seeing right now in society, we're not just doing it because we want to make the world a better place. That's a huge part of it, but we're also doing it because we need more money, yeah. right? Or we, we need to feed our families. Yeah. We got to keep a roof over our heads. Yeah. So that balance point is really tricky. So that's where when you lean into a more soulful way of doing it, it requires a lot of faith um, in the, the divine universe that holds you and loves you and, and trusting that those dreams are really sacred to the divine. And then it also requires immense courage and trust in our own path and in what we can do and what we're meant to do being enough to make that difference. Well, and I love how you talk about our dreams because a lot of us feel like, well, dreams are just dreams and they're not really meant for the reality of our lives, you know, and, and, Mm. um, but I love how if we come with that dream, it's meant that we're meant to move in that direction, right? It's not meant to just stay a dream Mm -hmm. that's this elusive thing that we never achieve, (laughs) but that we we can have kind of our dreams come true and, and be part of that because that's who we're meant to be right? Is that? Yeah. Oh, for sure. And, and you bring up such a good point because a lot of us, I think we think our dreams in very dramatic ways. And I am probably the biggest dreamer on this planet. So I know drama, right? <laughs> so we're, there's, there's that way. But, but just as an example, I, I, I'm totally an artist. And so there's a dream I have of someday traveling to Paris and just being able to sit on the side of the river and sit and paint for weeks and months at the time, sipping beautiful teas and having delicious little macaroons or whatever, right? <laughs> so there's a dream of that for me. But in my head, when I'm trying to legitimately bring it into life, I'm like, oh, that'll never happen. That would require months at a time. That's not possible. Da, 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 da. So this is where I would invite anybody with like, take your biggest dream. And just drop into your heart and say, well, what's actually at the heart of this dream? And so when I check into that, it's like, you know what feels good about that dream? Being able to have space in my life to create, being able to travel, being able to sit and just paint and being able to taste food without feeling um, guilt or shame about it or stress. Right. So it's Mm -hmm. like, that's actually the dream. It does not have to exist in Paris for months in order for it to be realized. So that's where you start to say, okay, if that's really the dream, how do I bring those pieces more into my everyday life? Well, I could bring in a little bit more spaciousness. I could carve out two hours a week where I have nothing on my schedule and I can paint. I can have some lovely treats and I'm not going to stress about what I'm eating or what I'm doing for those two hours. I could create that. And then you see, you start to create just little bit by little bit. And then you look back over the years and and realize all those little bits ended up creating a much more rewarding and fulfilling life than the big dream that we thought was the only way the dream could happen could ever do. 
that makes sense? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I love like one day you wake up and uh, and you realize you're living your dream and you're happy and you're fulfilled and you're mm-hmm. joyful and all those things. I think that's just perfect for, you know, how we all want to feel in our lives, just fulfilled in what, you know, we love mm-hmm. to do. Before we go on, please listen to this message. In the past, I've talked about my struggle with severe depression. It had been a struggle for most of my life, and despite trying everything, I felt hopeless that I'd ever find anything to change my mental health for the better, until I stumbled upon Q96. Q96 is a daily micronutrient complex of 36 vitamins, minerals, and amino acids that fuel foundational nutritional support to your brain and your body at the cellular level for maximum results. And that is what I have found, maximum results without the side effects of pharmaceutical antidepressants. To learn more, go to rbowman.myqscience.com. Welcome back to the Luminous Mind with Quinn Curtis, helping us brand with soul and joy. How do you feel like your paradigm has changed over time and with experience? I mean, when we first started out, you were kind of realizing that, you know, you're moving in this direction that society wants to go, but you're not happy to now of really living your dream and being the person you want to be. Oh my gosh, major paradigm shift, right? I think the biggest one that had to shift is really letting go of um, FOMO, <laughs> the fear of missing out, like FOMO and like, <laughs> and so keeping, that. you know, honestly, my life is not this super open life. I really do have clear boundaries. I mean, um, I, I don't just answer my phone for anybody who calls. I don't just um, allow anybody to just spend a ton of time with me necessarily. Like I'm, I, I've, I guess I've come to a greater realization that my time is just like my financial situation, that it's a budget and I only have so much to give. And in fact, it's less like money because it's time is not an ever renewing kind of a source, right? We Mm -hmm. only have so much. And so it's just really helped me clarify, you know, I've only got this one great life. So how do I want to spend it? And being able to let go of that FOMO of, well, they're off doing all these cool things and I wish I was and just really staying clear on, well, what brings me joy? Like, even if that looks amazing, where am I in my path right now? And how can we bring more joy to right now? Um, it's, it's like putting those blinders on, right? So that you're not as distracted by comparison. Um, it allows me to keep my own cup more full. So that then when I am interacting with other people in the world, I'm coming from a more filled place and I have more to give. And um, and then I also have more spaciousness in my life for the things that I really prioritize that matter a lot to me. Yeah. Well, in that comparison, um, isn't there a, a saying that says comparison is the thief of thief of 
is the thief of joy. I can't say that, but comparison is the thief of joy. (laughs) And so, I mean, it makes sense that when, and and we are, I think we're all guilty of that. I know very few people that do that comparison thing. And then we really don't feel very happy in our lives because of that. That's amazing. I love that. Well, can you tell Mm. us more about like your website (laughs) and your coaching and all of that stuff? Um, You know, maybe give us three key points that we can find there and what people can learn. Uh, within those platforms. And you have a podcast too, correct? I do. Yeah. Yeah. My, that is so generous by the way of you to, to invite me to share that. Thank you. Goodness. (laughs) Um, my website, yeah, it's quincurtis.com. And, um, we, I've got my podcast, which is a joyful living podcast. And there's a weekly episode that comes out all about how to live in more joy. Um, a big piece that I've noticed is that a lot of us are just missing skills to be able to live joyfully and to manage what's happening in our lives in a way that creates more joy and puts puts us closer in our dreams, right? So yeah. the, the podcast deals specifically with those issues and skills. And then um, my website is where you would find also information on working with me with brand strategy and coaching. And I have some really um, meaningful, epic programs that are available there. Um, My most epic life-changing one is called In Flow and On Fire. And it's a three-month process where where you actually do weekly coaching with me in a small group. And we work through um, ironing out your brand strategy and really bringing that to life as well as um, watching you staying in your own lane and practicing being in your flow where you're able to manage your time and your priorities and, and everything that's weighing on you really um, in a way that feels like flow and that you're also on fire with passion and joy in your business and in your life again. So that's that, that one program I see the most epic transformations in, in my students, but the others are also cool too. And they're all on my website. Well, and that's cool. Um, I, I was just thinking about that, how, I mean, I have so many things to do that even prioritizing it, it it's almost debilitating because I'm like, I don't even know what direction to go in or, you know, what, whatever. And yeah. you're trying to listen to that <laughs> internal thing going on, but you're feeling just a lot of confusion. And I think that that can really stop us from being happy for one and then moving mm. where we feel like we're making an impact. Is that kind of how you yes. feel? Yes. Yeah. The cost of not having clarity is great. Right. And I, I feel like that keeps so many of us distracted. And the funniest thing about lack of clarity is that a lot of us just don't know the right questions to ask to get to clarity in some cases. Yeah. And then others of us, our heart is, speaking really clearly about what we should be doing. And we're just so conditioned to disregard that, that we feel like we just don't know what we're doing and we stay distracted. So yeah, it's it's crucial to get back anchored into clarity so that you're, you're taking right action that actually does move you closer to where you want to be. And that creates a really rewarding life alongside of that. That's awesome. Well, I'd love to hear maybe some feedback that you've got about this message. How is it helping others be more successful? It sounds like it's helping you be successful in who you were meant to be, for sure. But what's the success you're seeing? (laughs) 
Oh, that's a great question. Um, gosh, well, one of my students, her business grew by 40% in the first two months of working with me. Wow. Because it just got all the crap out of the way and it got her in her joy and, and just made her magnetic, you know, because there wasn't the fear and stress and intensity that had been there in her business before. And she had a really solid, clear message that she was able to then take out and post on social media and get real responses from, from the people that she was hoping to work with. Right. So that was a, that's a fun one. Um, others, a lot of people come to me very burned out and overwhelmed. They've been in the hustle and in the stress and the stretch for so long that they don't even believe that they can create what they want anymore. And so those are, are some of my favorite students because over a course of just three months, I see major transformation. It usually hits around the near the end of month two. They just bloom all of a sudden and you're like, oh my gosh, you're on fire now. And they're alive again and they have joy in their business and they're having all these cool opportunities coming to them and flowing to them. And it's, it's just the most fun and rewarding thing to watch and be a part of. Oh, I love all of that. I think... You've been inspiring to me today because that's exactly how I'm feeling. So I need to connect with you and use this message for sure. But I'd love to hear maybe how what habit you feel in in your personal life can help us be more successful. Like just maybe one single habit just to get started. Mm. Okay, so there's there's a one. Oh, Rebecca. Okay. So, so when we do, um, what I would say is the most important aspect of, of our lives, really, and of being an entrepreneur and doing it from a soul way, is we have to mind our energy. So I don't know if we could make that into a habit that just when you're feeling your energy is off, when you're feeling stress come up or fear or anxiety, instead of pushing through mind your energy instead and say, okay, what do I need right now? I need to walk outside and get a breath of fresh air. I need to go take a nap for a minute. And I promise when you come back to your business or whatever you're working on, you're going to be dramatically more effective than you would otherwise. And it, usually we resist minding our energy because we think it's going to we take up lazy all of our time. Or, yeah, yeah. Or lazy. Yeah, exactly. And we're like, no, I should be working hard. Like I, if I really um, cared about this dream, then I would be working hard, like part-time dreams or full-time, dream, you know, like there's so much banter around this, but, but honestly, I, I have not been my experience. I I'll tell you, I, I earn more money now. And this is before I started teaching people about this strategy, but just in my own, like my own consulting business. I earn more money and have more time freedom now that I do this than I did before. Oh, Dramatically wow. so. And before I thought, oh my gosh, I'm making so much money. I've got to work 60 hours a week. And so I was never sleeping. I was eating like crap. I wasn't seeing my family. I created massive adrenal fatigue as a result. Well, now I'm creating even more because my tank is full. I'm not running on empty all the time. So never underestimate the power of keeping your tank full and recognizing that it is really usually the little things that fill our tanks. Like, like with the Paris example, it's like, 
we think, oh, I'm never going to feel good again or have energy again until this big thing happens that I could go to Paris and do that thing. When all I really need is, hey, take off early today from you're the boss of your company. (laughs) Take off early and go paint something like just have fun for a minute and then you your business will be waiting for you you can come back to that later right yeah um and that just it reaps you know just beautiful rewards in our business and keeping them magnetic and high vibe and way more fun yeah well and i've heard that that's a challenge that we have anymore is that we're not having fun i mean when we turn into adults all of a sudden we think that we can't play anymore you know that 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 playing is and that's really a, a vitally important part of us staying creative um, being happy, you know, staying within our zone of who we need to be, all of those things. I mean, I think um, we got to get back to the idea that it's okay to play and we're not bad people <laughs> if we do so, you know, that, that right. that's part of it. So, and that's part of the American what? dream, right? <laughs> to pursue Right. That and this next generation, they are not buying it. They're looking at all of us who are like, oh, you have to work 60 hours a week and never have a break and never have fun. And they're like, that yeah I do not want anything to do with it and then consequently um you know they're they're trying to create this new paradigm but I feel like there's um you know some entitlement that shows up in that generation and they're not necessarily navigating it very easily but what I feel like is trying to happen and our generation has the greatest capacity to create this I believe is a balance between both Mm -hmm. worlds yeah right like let's the old and put it with the new, right? Let's- yes, exactly. Let's let's live in a world of both, where we do work hard and we show up and we make a difference, and and we 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 earn the value that we're you know receiving, and also let's live beautiful, meaning meaningful lives alongside of creating that. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I'd love to hear like your long-term goals and how that's working into the legacy, the person that you're meant to be. You know, I kind of feel like if I'm not always feeling like I'm progressing and moving, I feel like I haven't, I don't know, I don't feel as successful. Do you feel that way? Like, where do you want to go? Yeah. Ooh, so I love that question because (laughs) I don't know if I've ever like shared this publicly, but so I have like long-term vision for me is like a year or two, <laughs> but like really long-term vision. If we're like talking heart and soul, like I, I know exactly where that's going and, um, or where I, where I feel like it's going. So within the next year or so, I'm just really working to, you know, I've even got this mantra that I'm always saying, like, how, how can we serve more people? How can we make more of a difference in more people's lives? So I'm really trying to expand my my business significantly so that we can make a greater impact. Um, I'm already having a global reach, but I would like to um, make an even bigger impact in that arena. But then like long-term vision, I'm really also trying to set up my business in a way that there's a lot of residual income always flowing in so that my time freedom continues to always be increasing because I do feel... Uh, I want to volunteer more with our school systems mm-hmm. and feeling like there's a lot of brokenness there. And I've got um, a lot of passion for, you know, some creative wild ideas of how we could help schools to have more resources so that their, their um, classrooms can have what they need and teachers can, can thrive. And then I also just want to make a more global impact of, of helping with um, 
with poverty and, and with all these bigger problems. So I kind of feel like, at least with my vision of, of business and where I feel like it goes, it's like, let's play really big in our businesses so that then it shifts and, and that then we're spending so much of our time with those resources that we've worked to create to just make this world a better place. Right. So in my yeah. business by day, I'm going to work to make the entrepreneurs like make the world a better place with the people who are actively growing business and trying to make an impact. And then by night and in the later years of my life, I'm going to work, you know, aggressively till the or, you know, in flow aggressively, <laughs> but work on making the world a better place in areas where they don't have access to the same resources that we do and, and need some support and need some options. There's a lot of work to do in this world to leave it a better place for our kids. Yeah. Well, I feel like um, a lot of us feel, like you said, kind of that slimy entrepreneurial salesman feeling when we Mm. want to make money because, I mean, we need to to support ourselves, but we all want to have like a good life, too. But um, yeah, but we want to feel like we're giving. And I uh, I feel like a lot of us feel like that's a disconnected attitude to have. But really, they have Mm -hmm. to go hand in hand, you know, to make money to be able to help other people. Somebody said, I think it was Dave Ramsey talked about how, you know, so much lobster just starts to taste like soap. <laughs> no matter how, you know, <laughs> any. and so giving really adds that just that really wonderful quality to our lives. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the two mm-hmm. need to be, we need to teach people how to mesh those together so that we're getting, you know, we're being successful. We're being able to take care of ourselves, living our dreams, but then also giving back to other people too. Is there a message you feel like Mm. marrying those two together fits? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, two things, just the the first is that I think a lot of us as an entrepreneur to be able to sell something, we feel like we have to have arrived or we feel like we have to give this image, like we've got it all figured out for people to trust us. And that just is an old model. It's just not even working anymore. Um, and so, you know, when we can let go of that and just say, actually, people just need me to be a resource to them. I'm not the expert over anybody's life, but I am an expert resource. And then we just show up to serve, which involves the second point, which is, you know, if your business is really set up on a way of how can I serve and support people, then the service that you're doing on a humanitarian scale I mean, there's, there shouldn't necessarily be a line there because you're already just showing up in your day job as like service minded. How can I serve people? I am receiving value for this because, um, I don't know, I guess I've taken a lot of comfort in seeing when I when someone exchanges value with me, they actually do the work and they get the results when someone doesn't, they don't. Right. So, Mm -hmm. so I don't, I don't let that money exchange get in the way of feeling slimy because I see actually me asking for them to invest this way is, is one of the greatest things I could ask them. That's going to change their life right now in their business. Right. Instead of, Oh, I need this money and I'm going to get it. It's also like, I have to surrender how the money comes. So it's like, you know, I'm just going to show up to serve each day and I'm going to trust that the universe is going to connect the dots and help me know where to focus my time and energy so that our bills are paid. 
Yeah. Well, and I feel like, too, um, I know our time is short and you have to go, but I, I really feel like I'm having such a fun time talking to you. We're off to get together. Again. Okay. But Me I really too. feel like, too, like yeah. in my situation, I'm like, well, if nobody even values this enough to pay for it, am I really, is this really a message of value? Do you know what I mean? Like, it almost mm. affects my self-esteem and the fact that I'm like, totally. nobody values this enough to actually buy it so does it really even matter do you know what i mean and so i think sometimes mm. when we can get i mean when people see the value they want to pay us for it that um i don't know how to describe it like that but that it also yeah. makes like wow this is really helping people enough that they would invest in it i guess is how i would put it so this is so good we're just going first full circle here because then that <laughs> takes us right back to branding which is like let's get the story straight because when your story is straight in yourself and you're like I know this is valuable I know this matters I mean uh, we've we've heard those stories about you know how many times so-and-so tried to publish their book and nobody would listen and finally one publisher did and now it's a national bestseller and nobody can imagine living without it right mm -hmm. well what changed wasn't other people seeing the value necessarily what what made that actually happen and shift was that the person who wrote the book never gave up on the value of it they always held it and they knew it was valuable even when people were disregarding it and say you need to write something that people actually want to read they trusted their heart and soul. They knew this would make an impact. And so as a result, they persevered, right? And then they found the right people who were looking for what they had and who did value it and wanted to pay for it. Wow. So that's where that brand development piece comes in. I love walking people through of just like, let's get clear on the value here and let's help you anchor it in so deeply that you are immovable, and the value oh, so that you it. can really just stand up and serve yeah. you know like you said that definitely brings us back full circle so and i appreciate your time <laughs> um before we say goodbye though do you have any final parting words for a listener and then give listeners and then give us your contact information how we can find your mm. brand for you to help us yes our oh, parting words of wisdom is just that's so sweet i'm like wow it sounds really fancy but <laughs> <laughs> just what's coming up is just you know, trust your dreams, um, trust that they're stepping stones, like custom for your path and that they matter and that you having a life of joy matters. It not only makes your life more enjoyable, but it changes the generations that follow you. It changes your communities. It actually helps with bringing more healing and happiness to the world. Like joy matters so much. So any of these little nudges that your heart and soul is giving you about, ooh, if only we could do a little bit more of this, or, oh, I wish we could go this way. Start asking more questions about, well, how could we do a little bit of that now? Like what's really at the heart of that dream or the heart of that nudge? And let's start taking action today and make today a life that is joyful and meaningful and quit waiting for tomorrow. So my website, quincurtis.com or quinturtcurtis.co, if you're, <laughs> we have a website issue with that link, um, but quincurtis.co will always work. And then I'm on Instagram as Quinn S. Curtis is my name there. You can DM me there or find me on Facebook and friend me and DM me there as well. 
That's awesome. Those are probably the best ways to reach me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been super inspired by you. I'm going to have to get together with you again sometime when our time oh, isn't so limited. Yeah. <laughs> again, we've been speaking with Quinn Curtis. She's a soul brand strategist. You can find her information at quincurtis.com or .co or whatever. Um, we're going to be sure to link all of her information, including Facebook, Instagram, all of that that we've discussed today on our website as well. But thank you so much, Quinn, for joining us and really helping to light our minds on fire on this really important topic of finding our brand. I appreciate it. Mm, It's been such a joy. Thank you so much for having me here. Thank you for listening to The Luminous Mind. To learn more about Quinn Curtis, go to our show notes at theluminousmind.net. Be sure to become a subscriber to our free email list and help us continue production of illuminating content by sponsoring us at patreon.com forward slash luminousmind to get exclusive content. Subscribe on YouTube, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Google+, Pinterest, and now Instagram. To help us grow, consider these easy ways. Tell your friends about us, leave us a review, share our content. Tell us how we can help you so together we can continue to light minds on fire and change the paradigm of education. 